Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? ま、and welcome back to the 38th episode of sludge cast of course you got sludge here and mark and our brothers from texas rj and ruben and this is actually technically take two we've been <laughs> jaw jacking for like the last 20 minutes about a specific yep. news article, which we're going to share with you guys in a moment. <laughs> but uh, Sludge, the genius that I am, uh, hit the play button on a recording software instead of record and wasn't paying any attention. So uh, the first take was great. Oh, you should have awesome. heard it, man. You I totally heard. just screwed it all right there, man. My, that's my bad all the way. Um, so take two. And, of- and, as, and our, as RJ would say, and you've been an audio engineer how long? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Too long to make that type of mistake. So, yeah, but hey, you know what? Ruben and RJ were recording, so it was totally my beef yeah. on that one. So but, this, uh, this is true. Oh, man. I, I think actually why, why he did that was because he was about to admit how he was such a fan of the 1998 no. Sony Godzilla. <laughs> not not at all. And man. then all of a sudden, oops, I hit <laughs> no. play instead of record. That's what <laughs> no, it was no. finally coming it out. It was going to be you what? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at Mark, okay, at our table here <laughs> in the podcast room. He's looking at me. Behind <laughs> me is the recording screen. He could see if it's recording yeah. or not. Yeah. This, this is Mark's true. fault. This He's is definitely true. not blackmailing us right now. And it totally didn't happen that he said that he loved Godzilla 1998. That's right. It's there. No. Not at, not at all. All right. Well, well obviously, we are back. The, the uh, double father-son trio is back from the Godzilla film. This time around, we're doing Godzilla versus Mothra in 1992, the Heisei film. Uh, super excited about this one. Definitely enjoyed it more than the previous one. Um, even though I'm a big Ghidra fan, um, we all are, but uh, we know what I thought about that last one. But uh, before we get started, uh, since we have closed down the main episodes, got two little quick news bits items for you. Um, we were obviously talking about this first one, so we'll let you listeners in on it now um, because we were <laughs> talking about our frustrations. Uh, about but, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for too long. But uh, So a little quick rundown here. Obviously, if those of you who have not seen online, um, there has been some major changes as far as Warner Media goes. They uh, 
um, have replaced people and they're they're downsizing, cutting departments and things like that, um, going all the way down to HBO Max. And so this is affecting a lot of things. There was concern even that it may be affecting um, the Snyder Cut film of Justice League. Um, they have clarified, nope, not at all. That will not touch that. Thank you, God, for that one, though, because I would be really Hey, mad. that's a that is they're counting on that. That's the Mandalorian of HBO Max. Oh my gosh, that right is there. that. Yeah, yes. I mean, like that is the Mandalorian. I'm telling you, from somebody who knows, because Time Warner belongs to AT and T. I work for AT and T. We get internal emails. Nothing top secret. I'm not giving away anything top secret, but we give away. And and then these internal emails, you know, it's kind of like, hey, you know, they're kind of like just giving us news. And that that Snyder cut is the Mandalorian. It's the Stranger Things, for, you know, for Netflix. It, that that's what they're counting on. Oh man, I you can't know how wait. many people subscribe? How many people subscribe to the uh, to Disney just for the Mandalorian? I did just for that. You know, I subscribed yeah. and Me it was too. done. <laughs> After watching Mandalorian, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and Netflix. Well, Netflix has a lot of good stuff, but Stranger Things was the huge hit for for Netflix, in, in my opinion. Stranger Things you know, in Castlevania biggest, really yeah. has been the only reason I've watched anything on Netflix for the last four years. Yeah. There's been those two shows. Really? I've, I've watched a, quite a few shows on, on Netflix. I've watched well, you know, Stranger Things. You know, uh, Sherlock Holmes. I've watched that series. And uh, it, it, there, there's stuff on there that I've seen. But Stranger Things by far to me, in my opinion, for what we enjoy, Stranger Things was... I would get it just for Stranger Things. Well, oh, me too. To Absolutely, it. it's the best thing yeah. Netflix has ever done, in my in my opinion. Absolutely. But yeah. so anyway, so with Warner Media downsizing, and uh, yes, we are stoked for the the Snyder Cut. Um, but um, AT and T CFO um, John Stevens had mentioned um, at a conference yesterday um, in regards to the upcoming film slate for Warner Media that he's not certain where those are going those are going to go that further del- that there are going to be possible further delays in some of the titles and the speculation and most of the what um, I've been reading and seeing is that films like Wonder Woman 1984 and Dune will most definitely be affected by this but there is a chance Godzilla versus Kong could have an another delay at this point and we all were voicing our frustration We've already went from March of this year to November of this year to now May of next year. If it is, you know, if they push it back again, I think it'll destroy the MonsterVerse unless it comes out being the absolute greatest giant monster film of all time. That's, I mean, it has to be that phenomenal yeah. uh, at this point if they delay and, and, it. And, and and I think, and in my opinion, I think that people will be so hungry to go back to the movies that it will actually be good for good for god for this movie in my opinion so so you think kinda, benefit it i'm, I'm going to kind of disagree with you i i know what you're saying and you're right but at the same time people are going to be so hungry for it you know it was uh i don't know if you ever watched an eddie murphy show back back in the 80s eddie murphy would do stand-up comedy on hbo or whatever it was pretty raw but on one of them it, it, he pretty much said that you know, if a starving man was given a cracker and he ate it, that he, that would be the best cracker he ever tasted because he hadn't had food for so long. 
That's true. I mean, you that's know? a valid so, point. You know, yeah. So, I mean, that skit was a lot about a lot more about that. But the bottom line is, I'm just using that part of it because it's Eddie Murphy, of course. But basically, you know, he's he he does the whole thing where the the, the man eats the, the guy eats the cracker. Mm, that's the best cracker I ever had. Is it a Ritz cracker? Is it a Ritz? You know, because it's <laughs> yep. just so good. You know, and I think that that when theaters find it, you know, when we get back to even semi-normal where we can go to theaters, and I think people are just going to go and flock back to the movies. And you know what? A perfect example of that is here. They closed everything down, you know, beaches were closed and everything. Man, as soon as they opened those beaches, people went, and it was a regular, just not even a holiday, and the beaches were packed. Hence, we have, you know, 300 cases now a day <laughs> because everybody right. came down here. For yeah. You know, That's we went true. from, you know, five cases of five cases, six cases, you know, a couple of people in the hospital to hundreds all of a sudden. And it all happened once the summer season, you know, opened up and, and people started coming to the beach. They have since closed the beach again. But but thing is, as soon as things were loosened up, you know, same thing with the bars. Uh, I don't know about how, what they're doing in Tennessee, but in Texas, all bars are closed. And all of Texas. I've not checked to see what they're doing here. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure here yeah. either. And so all the bars are closed because... It took three weekends of the bars being open, and everybody rushed to the bars and crowded in there, and cases started popping up. You know, yeah, little hot pockets. Well, I think and you're probably so you. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, once the theaters open up, yeah, yeah, that, that could benefit it. Could <laughs> I still say keep? I it, think I think it could it. help. I can see your your point of view, but I can also see. I'm thinking it's going to be exact opposite. That people are just going to be hungry for it. I don't know. What do you think, RJ? What? <laughs> I like, uh, already said this for right 20 there. minutes. Didn't you he just hear right me? He's sitting right next to me. He's sitting <laughs> right next to me. <laughs> okay, I'll be 100% honest. I may be in a Instagram fight right now. But anyway. <laughs> anyway um, yes. Um, paying $30 about the movies, right? No. Um, Okay. No, no, we're 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 talking Godzilla versus <laughs> Kong delay. There, okay. Disrespecting this, this is, the show. This is the monster. Let me stop now. Look, man, that we've been talking great. about this for twenty minutes before. <laughs> He's already said what he wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> what That's we great. have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> If it makes oh. you feel better, I do this in all my digital meetings. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we're nothing special. You know, we're, yeah. we're nothing special. So, you can, you can never ask, mind about his opinion. <laughs> you can ask my uh, my D and D campaign people. Oops. All right. This is the question. <laughs> Will Godzilla being delayed uh, once they open it to theaters? Will it help it, it or hurt it? Okay, it it depends on it depends on a lot of things. It depends on the on the it depends on it goes from person to person. I think honestly, I, some people are going to be all about it. Some people aren't. 
Um, it's kind of the same conversation. I didn't bring this up in the last uh, in the last time we talked about it, but um, I think it applies. Like, there's there's kind of a big argument about you know right now because a lot of churches are closed down about whether or not people are going to return when things go back to normal. Like, are people yeah. going to go back to mass or are people going to go back to church? Type of thing, you know what I mean? Because because so many people have gotten used to not going. You know, usually people go every Sunday. You know what I mean? So there's kind of arguments being made in certain, you know, certain you know conservative circles are saying, oh, this is going to be terrible, and certain liberal circles are going to be like, no, this is going to be good because, like like you were saying, uh, Dad, like some people are going to be starved for it and are not going to go back. So I think it it depends on 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 the person. You know, I think some people are going to be like. Uh, are crazy for it and other people aren't so it, it just it just depends i think it varies from person to person so how dare you go against me <laughs> <laughs> well I, I think a lot of uh, if the theaters do come back open are people going to come to see it what as the studios go they're going to want to make the most money they can um yeah what what all movies come out at the same time you know, right. uh, you know, you're going to fight back and forth with, you know, this film from that film. And so I think there's going to be a lot of things going on. Uh, but I, I think people will flock back to the theaters once they're open. Just a matter of there you go. how much that, you're going to spend. That's my man right there. How much you're going <laughs> to spend and how many different movies you're going to go see, how many times you're going to go. There's all, right. that, all that stuff involved. Well, I know once the doors and open, there will and be calm, some apprehension. That's a little fight. There I'm will there. be apprehension a little bit. I think yeah, I didn't think yeah, about yeah. that, but yeah. So all, all right, right. we'll, the we'll see. Ho- hopefully, they don't mm-hmm. delay it. Hopefully, but there's a chance yeah. we'll we'll find out as soon. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll email the guy tomorrow. We'll take care of this right now. Rumor works for AT&T. He'll fix it all. <laughs> you let yeah, you go holler at John. Like not. You can delay whatever. Don't delay God's orders. Comp. Yeah, can't this. be. It's already been hey, done too much. I'm not going to bother with <laughs> but, John. I'm going all straight right, we got to got One other piece of uh, news for you guys, oh. and then we'll um, jump right into the movie. And it's something really cool, special happening next month. If nobody has paid attention or seen, Marvel's bringing out a new comic book September 9th. Oh, I knew that was and, coming from you. Oh, super stoked. And it why? Why? Because it is... Rise of Ultraman, number one. Marvel has gotten the rights to Ultraman and are bringing him, bringing him stateside with a revamped story. I mean, they got a stellar crew of people working on this. Uh, Kyle Higgins and Matt Groom are working on this. Those dudes, they've worked on the Power Rangers comics. They've worked on Winter Soldier, Captain America, Self Made. You've got Francisco Mana, who's been doing a lot of the new Avengers books, Fantastic Four. He's doing a lot of the art on it. Michael Cho, who's worked on a lot of Captain America, has been doing the art on it. And the first episode's got a crap ton of variant covers. I'll buy every one. But, of course, the one that if you go look online, the one that's being promoted the most, of course, has been done by the legendary Alex Ross and just looks unreal. Um, so it's a six-part miniseries. Depending on how it goes, they will. Marvel's already said, hey, if it sells great, we're going to just keep on rolling with it. Um, but right now it's a six-part miniseries called the rise of Ultraman comes out September 9th. I'm stoked. I cannot wait to pick this up. So, I mean, I'm a huge Ultraman. Oh fan, man, so. I'll be there. I like Ultraman. I, I mean, I've always been, oh, since man. I was a kid, I've been an Ultraman. I, mean, I just love Ultraman. It looks so good from what I can oh, tell yeah. right now. I think there's like six or seven variant covers for just the first issue. So like September 9th, I'm coming home. Like I'm going to get off work, run down to the comic shop, come home. And Sarah's like, what is all that? I'm like, it's the same comic book, but nine different covers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how much was that? You know, 
four bucks a book, you're going to yell at me. Oh. <laughs> but it'll be worth it, man. Because I will. I'll have to have every cover for, for this. You know, usually when it comes to variant covers for different books, I buy certain ones. You know, like when Spawn 300 came out, yeah. um, I knew exactly which variants. I mean, usually you want to get the smaller variants, the 1 in 25, where or the one in the hundreds are good, really good. You know I mean? Those ones where the way the ratio of those is, is um, if it's a one in 25, one in 25 comic book stores will get that cover. But if it's a one in 100 yeah. or one in 500 and it goes so on one in 500, you yeah. know, goes in. So if you can go nab a one in 500, you're got to book wow. that's gonna be worth a ton of money. You know what I mean? Cause there's very few prints of that. So like when spawn 300 came out, the, the one that had the lowest print run was the amazing Spider-Man 300 cover swipe. Cause Todd McFarlane, of course created venom. Um, he did the cover and for amazing Spider-Man 300. Right. So spawn 300, it was the same cover, but with spawn instead of Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I mean, I instantly went out and grabbed, I went to four different comic shops in Bristol, Johnson city and Kingsport. But if I could finally find one copy of it left, cause everyone's like, no, 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 we got to get it. Cause and then I sold it for a pretty penny. So yeah. Cause that's all I wanted it for. Anyways, exactly. Rise of Ultraman, September 9th. Super stoked about it. So got some news out of the way. Let's jump into the movie. We are ready for the next Heisei film, Godzilla versus Mothra. This one came out in December of 1992 and uh, kind of sticking to the formula that they've started with Godzilla's King Ghidra. They were trying to play it safe, bring back some more familiar faces from the Showa era by bringing Mothra. I mean, Ghidra did it very, you know, pretty successfully. There's probably no other bigger name in the Godzilla series other than Mothra um, as far as the the big ones, the big guns. And so they brought him back. Uh, pretty good crew actually returned. Actually, this was directed by Takao Okawara. Um, he, of course, he will go on to do the next Godzilla film, Godzilla Meg Godzilla. He also does uh, Godzilla Destroya, Godzilla 2000. Um, he did Yamato Takaru, which is also known as Orochi, the Eight-Headed Dragon, which is a phenomenal movie. Uh, but he started as the first assistant director for Return of Godzilla. So he returns to take on the full director's chair on this one. So uh, I think does a phenomenal job with it. <clears throat> and then, of course, it's written by Kazuki Omori. Kazuki Omori, of course, directed the previous two Godzilla films, Bailante and King Ghidorah. Um, so he wrote the story for this one. And uh, this one um, kind of takes a lot from the original 64 Mothra versus Godzilla. There's a lot of similarities to it. Yeah, it does. Um, a lot from it, a lot from the Mothra film. But in this one, a meteor crashes to Earth and causes a, a, just an uproar of chaos, one thing after another. As soon as the meteor crashes, wakes Godzilla up, causes a massive hurricane, and you know uncovers Mothra's egg. Mothra gets you know hatches at the same time. The meteor also awakens a new monster called Batra as we come to find out in the story, is just pretty much the evil version of Mothra. Super cool monster. Uh, but, of course, Godzilla shows yes. up and goes to attack Mothra. Batra shows up. Batra and Godzilla fight in what's one of the coolest probably fight scenes in the Heisei series. They get uh, sw yeah. swallowed yeah. up in a magma river, right? Yes. Magma river. Yes. Um, and then Mothra escapes, and she goes to ends up going to Tokyo um, <clears throat> to... Of course, you know, try and save the cosmos or the or they changed the name to the cosmos in this one. The Elias uh, fairies from the Showa era. They, are, of course, are back. But now they're called the cosmos. I don't know why they changed it, but whatever. We'll run with it. And uh, they try to save them because much like the Mothra plot, 
they are kidnapped and tried to be sold for fame and fortune to be in a show or put on display a major pull from the actual 61 Mothra film. Uh, but of course they get rescued or not rescued, but the main character who is, you know, the Japanese Indiana Jones, um, yeah, <laughs> decides he's not going to sell them and uh, has him and his ex-wife and his daughter, um, you know, end up going to, you know, leave and, Mothra shows up and they say, Hey, Mothra, stop destroying stuff. She's like, Okay, man, I'll stop. And then she cocoons herself and turns into the new version of Mothra that we get, which is a really stellar design. And then as she um, releases from the cocoon, Batra comes back from the ocean. I guess she came out of the same area she was sunk in. Um, and then a great fight insinuates between the good Mothra and the evil Mothra Batra. And at the same time that this is going on, Godzilla comes erupting out of Mount Fuji because he survived the magma river because he's a freaking beast. Makes his way right to him, and then uh, you get a fight between him and Batra, which is a great fight. But he ends up taking Batra down. Mothra steps in, saves Batra, heals Batra, turns Batra into a good guy, and the the two of them then double team Godzilla, take him out, fly him out to sea. He of course kills Batra in the process, and what's a great little bloody scene. And then Batra and Godzilla fall into the ocean. Mothra does the cool little symbol thing flying around. Goes on top, you know, that little design of hers. And then she flies off to stop an asteroid from destroying Earth. And that's the end of the movie. It's really kind of a fantastical film. So, uh, But pulls a lot from the 64 Mothra, film, Mothra Godzilla film. Pulls some things from the 61 uh, Mothra film. Uh, but did really, really good. Came out in December. Uh, this one actually was the highest grossing movie of the year in Japan. It was nominated for three Japanese Academy Awards. Won one of them. Um, it actually won a few other awards. I can't remember um, what awards they were, but I remember it won a couple of them. Uh, Kawakita, of course, won special effects for some award, I remember. Did, uh, did you say highest grossing? For, to that year, yeah. Highest grossing film of the year. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm on Wikipedia right now, and it says it was the second highest grossing film, with Jurassic Park being the first highest grossing. Film. Was it? The side I looked yes. at is. But I don't know. Then. This is Wikipedia, so maybe yeah, something but, but I think it, it was <laughs> the highest grossing Godzilla Godzilla movie, wasn't it? No, no it, it says this film was the second highest grossing film in Japan in 1983, with Jurassic Park being the highest grossing. We'll need to oh, find out. Like about I said, that maybe some like, dude what? changed it an hour ago. It is Wikipedia. <laughs> True. I, I, so usually, well, this one good, so. this one did. Um, uh, 200, 2 billion, 220 million yen. So a little over $20 million, um, in the box office sold 4.2 million tickets. And now it is the second highest grossing Godzilla film in Japan next to Shin Godzilla. It was, but now Shin Godzilla is the first, obviously. Um, so this is the second highest grossing Godzilla film. Um, so did a stellar job. Obviously I think because of the return of Mothra and putting those two against each other really, really helped. Um, because we all, you know, Mothra returned probably as frequently as more, maybe more frequently than any of the other monsters. I mean, because we saw her in Mothra versus God, you know, her film, but Mothra versus Godzilla. She's in Ghidra. She's in uh, Godzilla versus Sea Monster. She's in Destroy All Monsters. She's in Godzilla's Revenge. Um, I mean, she's a big fan favorite, especially for the girls. Uh, you, know, you know, the young girls, they loved Mothra. Um, so bringing her back was pretty, was a really smart move. Um, from Toho's part, I think, to really uh, keep the Heisei series going, growing and going. Um, and they did a really good job handling this. They feel like they, they have some fantasy elements in the film that they pull from the first Mothra movie itself, but it didn't go too overboard with it. 
Um, but I think this is a great, great uh, film. Like I said, won a couple of awards. Now, this was like King Ghidorah, did not see a release here in America to TV or home video until the crap fest of 98 happened and TriStar and TriStar brought um, the rest of the Heisei films over here for VHS when we finally got to see this movie. Um, or most people said, I, I saw this before um, the 98 crap fest because I was, you know, ordering the imports. Um, Go ahead and brag. Hey, I'm going to keep bragging every time, man. I love video.kaiju all the way. Dude. Those dudes were great. Um, I love their deals because I would, I would buy four and I get the fifth free. So um, I actually still remember my first order from them was was actually the Heisei series. God's versus King Ghidorah, God versus Mothra, God versus Meg Godzilla, God versus Space Godzilla, and I got God versus Destroy for free. That was that first order I had from them. Um, so I got caught up pretty quick. So it was... <laughs> and I never even heard of them. I think I, I've told this story, but I, these movies, and that's the only thing I give 98 credit for, is the fact that all these movies started getting released in, in, here in the state because of 98. Right. Maybe to make up for it, but maybe TriStar wanted to apologize, so they brought all these movies over. They're like, we're sorry, our film sucks. Here's the rest of the God's movies you've been missing. Please forgive us. Try this. And, uh, Try this. This jogged my memory, and that I, these were it was it was uh, Ghidorah and Mothra that I ordered from QVC. It was two VHSs that that I ordered, and then after that, that's when I started looking for the rest of them. Because truthfully, I did not know they were they were out there. I was like, ooh, what is what is this? You know. I think I told you guys I went crazy that it was like a whole couple of hours of just Godzilla. Well, you know, I, I looked out be, with finding video kaiju because I had gone to G Fest in ninety ah. six. I think so it was was it ninety six or ninety? No, it was ninety seven. Had it been ninety seven because the the one of the films that I watched there was Gamera two. Attack of Legion was there, and I also had seen um, a few of the other. Um, I didn't watch them, but yeah. a few of the other Heisei's were playing. Uh, but I only got to watch. Um, I remember Gamer Two, and then I can't remember. I want to say I think it was War of the Gargantuas. Maybe uh, it was, was one of the other films that I saw on this big screen. But um, I had gotten um, there was somebody from Video there at G Fest, and I got a catalog. And went back home and ended up ordering some. That's yeah. how I found out yeah. about them because they didn't have a website. Oh, okay. And they they got one now, but I still think it's just maybe one dude that runs this thing um, because like I mailed or I emailed them. I want to say I emailed them last year sometime, maybe like November, and was like, "Hey, I need. A, can you send me a catalog?" And they emailed me back and they're like, "Yeah, we'll get you one as soon as we can get one printed and send out to you an updated catalog." I got it in April. I mean, we're talking months like it took to get this catalog. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to order from you guys now anymore, you know. Um, but uh, but back then, I mean, I, they were quick, man. I would order and, and I would get the movies in just two weeks um, from the time that I mailed my order out and uh, my money order. And then they'd send me. It was cool because they'd always send me whatever movies I ordered. They'd send me two or three posters. Um, and then not like theatrical size posters, but like little movie promo posters, like a <clears throat> 11 by <Yeah>. 17s <clears throat> excuse me they'd send me two or three of those and then send me an updated catalog and uh um 
And it was just super, super cool, man. So, I mean, I mowed yeah, yards for Pizza Plus. Awesome. I was like, that's all I'm doing. Like, I'm wasting yeah. my money on video that kaiju. Yeah. This dude's bomb. So, <laughs> they they severely that's helped cool. me grow in the in the, the mid and late 90s, or the later 90s, uh, my Japanese, you know, monster movie, that, you know, collection big time. I mean, I got all the Heisei Godzillas, got the entire 90 Gamer trilogy. I got... Matango, War of the Gargantuas, Frankenstein Conquers of the World, both endings. Um, I mean, I got tons of stuff from them, so pretty cool company. But anyways, we're back on God vs. Mothra, so um, I enjoyed this yeah. film. Who went first last time? How did we do this? I think I did. You did? Yeah. On the yeah, King Ghidorah? No, I wasn't here for King Ghidorah. You weren't here for King Ghidorah. That's right. Yeah. You bailed I was, on us. I was moving. You bailed on us. I was moving. <laughs> yeah. No, COVID. COVID's a good excuse. Okay. Then Ruben, I, I, Ruben yeah. got a good excuse. I, then I failed. Okay. Man, I, I really tried, man. I'm like, man, I'm going to try to, man. But then as it approached, I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to do this, unfortunately. And, oh, well. So I, I, it's been a while since uh, Sludge has gone first. This is Sludge go first. All right. All right. Wow. I, I appreciate that. He He's, never shuts up. I mean, what? I'll try it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I wasted 20 minutes. We wasted 20 time minutes earlier. without even recording. So, <laughs> you know, I'll try and be Get quick. ready for a 30 minute, uh, yeah. 30 minute talk about, <laughs> <laughs> and about I, it. Yeah. And I think he admitted to liking us. Did not movie, happen whatsoever. <laughs> Never did. I will admit to liking this you know, movie right. though. Oh yeah. Yes. Here we go. Uh, this one was. I, this yeah, was. Don't say that, Mark. You you remember what he said before? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this one I think was a step up big time from um, not only Godzilla's King Ghidorah but also Godzilla's Balante. I really enjoyed this bringing Mothra back. Um, while I will admit this, the design is. Uh, the not my least, it's probably my least favorite of all the Mothras because I'm taking into account the 96 trilogy or the 90s trilogy of the Mothra movies as well and everything else. But I mean, but it's still beautiful. Like, this is a really good, um, she looks great in it. But, um, but I love the movie. Uh, it pulls so much from one of my all time favorite show of films, Mothra, you know, movies, Mothra vs. Godzilla. Yeah. That even though, I mean, there's so much of it that's like it's a blatant ripoff. I mean, the you know the hurricane releasing Mothra's egg, and you know, you've even got the you know the business tycoon trying to make money off of the egg or the fairies, and down um, down to the mustache. I mean, I, I that's right. I was just He's waiting got his mustache for mustache. Even he does, dude. I was just waiting for him to open up a closet and just have like millions of dollars just laying in a <laughs> little cabinet, you yeah. know. Um, so I mean it. It was very blatantly pulled from Mothra versus Godzilla, and then there was parts of it that was very blatantly pulled from uh, Mothra. And I felt the only thing that they really added to that, to those two, and for this one was the Batra aspect. And Batra ended up being, I think, one of the greatest design monsters of the entire Heisei series, and and Showa. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've seen the evil Mech, you know, Godzilla with the Mech Godzilla. An evil moth was a great idea, and they just went top notch. I think even the larva form, because I mean, let's be honest, the larva form of Mothra kind of puny. You know, what I mean, like can't really do much yeah. of anything. Yeah, it doesn't look the design itself. You know, you see them, and I'm like, what's he gonna do? What's uh, yeah. she gonna do? But when you see you know, Batra, like, nah. shoot, Batra yeah. looks like she'll tear you up. And that first fight yep. with him and Godzilla is amazing. And it's like the you know the last time we get a full underwater fight sequence like we do in this one 
was back in Godzilla vs. Sea Monster. And this is far superior to that. Um, it's very oh, yeah. intense, brutal, um, you know, hands-on fighting with the two of them. So it's super, super great. And then when you see Batra in its, you know, uh, Imago form or the adult form, freaking superb, man. Superb. I mean, all the, you know, the spikes and horns coming off of it, even the, the side spikes on its abdomen glowing red to match its eyes. I mean, just yeah. such a phenomenal design. Um, and it worked really well as a, as a villain to Mothra, but then also worked as a villain to Godzilla in a superb way. Um, so I thought it was a great creature to add to it. I like the fact that they gave Godzilla or Mothra a little bit more powers. You know, she's got, even though, as we've, I've said before, I'm not huge on the constant issue of the Heisei series, in my opinion, being more, you know, rays shooting at each other versus physical action, but giving her the ability to shoot you know, an energy beam from her antenna, uh, I think helped because then it gave her a little bit more of an edge to fight Godzilla, um, which was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I love the movie. The characters were pretty likable. You know, I like the characters. I love the Cosmos characters or the Elias characters. Um, they were always very unique um, as as for the Mothra character itself. So I, I, I really dug it. Um, I th- this movie was super fun for me. My only actual complaints for this one would again be the things I liked being also the things I think liked. Um, they could have really went a little more original. There was, it was just, I mean, it was such a blatant ripoff of two movies that they didn't really do anything, but add Batra. And I really would have liked it. It'd have been like, come on. I mean, you guys have wrote some great movies. I would have liked some, a little, a little more originality and not so much blatant ripoff because you, the opening sequence is a straight ripoff of Indiana Jones. It's like they were, they were trying to be Indiana Jones at the beginning of the film. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I would have liked a little more creativity out of the crew, um, especially Kazuki Omori. You know what I mean? Come on, dude. You gave us King Ghidra in a time travel movie with three, you know, gizmos you know like yeah you could gizmos. <laughs> you could have given us a little more originality on this one so other than that my only other real complaint for this film was actually the godzilla suit the water suit not so much the the rest of the scenes because the suit looks great a little more slimmed down softer tone more he, he's he's going towards that, that hero move kind of like he did in this you know in the, the late 60s and 70s as you see the suit design change as they start to work moving him towards from being a straight bad guy to more kind of a neutral bad guy to a straight good guy. That's kind of the middle ground here. So, I mean, I like the design, but with the, the suit that he used in the water scenes, the suit was kind of flimsy. Like when Mothra bites his tail and he swings that tail up, you can see the, the vinyl or the rubber just bend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. real yeah. far outside, almost like it's outstretched skin and bent like, so the the water suit I did not like whatsoever. It was just way too flimsy of a of a suit. Um, and then of course the only other issue, but you he is fighting two two flying monsters, um, is you know the amount of radioactive rays coming out of Godzilla versus getting physical. You know with with because I love that. That's why I'm so excited about the next film. Like Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla, I'm stoked because there's so, there's a lot of hands on in that. Um, but that's really my only complaint. Oh, that's man, that's a top notch movie. Oh, it right is. There, I mean, I definitely yeah. love this one. I enjoyed this one. It has been a while since I watched this one last. Um, and I was like, man, I kind of forgot yeah. how much I same here. You know, I just enjoyed this one. Is it going to be my first pick of the Heisei to watch? Absolutely not. But it's definitely. I mean, I would pick it way over Biollante or King Ghidorah or Space Godzilla. 
Um, this is the middle ground film for Heisei for me. So it's very enjoyable movie. I do enjoy it. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. I may pick it again soon because it has been a while. Cause I forgot how good they did with Mothra in this. Um, I think once I yeah. got to the, the, the Mothra trilogy that, that came later in the nineties, I think I got a little spoiled when it comes to Mothra because Leo, the main Mothra that's in all three of those really spoiled me because no other Mothra tops Leo, like not even the Mothra we got in Godzilla's King or Godzilla King of the Monsters, I think is his freaking boss as Leo is in that trilogy. But, uh, but this was enjoyable. I loved it. Just a few special effects things seemed to bother me a little bit. And other than that, the writing, I mean, it wasn't bad writing, but it was so far from original. Like it just was too much ripoffs, even though the movies they ripped off are two of my favorite films from the show era. Um, yeah, I really, this is almost like a, like a remake a remake. It's funny. A remake just inserted into this timeline. Yeah, it really kinda, is. If that makes really any sense is. to you, you know, and it was called Godzilla versus Mothra originally, you know, in Japan, it was called Godzilla versus Mothra. They changed it here because of course, you know, we already, we had Godzilla versus Mothra. Japan had Godzilla versus the thing, right? I believe. No, it was first, the other way first. around. The other yeah. way around, right? yeah. yeah. And but in the Japan, they were they were going to call it Mothra versus Godzilla, but they'd already had the original one. Sixty four was called Mothra versus Godzilla, so they just switched the title card around. So it was Godzilla versus Mothra. Yeah, inside. gotcha. So like this one, and so I mean, I don't know. It's just just like to me, it's a remake inserted into this t- into this storyline. Yeah, because you know this whole series is all connected. You know, um, like. There was a scene where one of them said Godzilla came out of Mount Fuji, and in a great it, it scene. kind of bothered me. I even mentioned, yeah, he comes out of Mount Fuji, and they're surprised. Like, how did he do that? I'm like, he's already done it before. Yeah, he's come out of Mount Fuji <laughs> before. You know, why are you surprised? You know, it's Godzilla. But uh, yeah, I think it was just a remake kind of deal insert. It was. Well, and so Mark, I agree with you. Mark brought uh, pulled something up on his phone. I totally forgot about it, but that's correct. What you pulled, Mark that this was actually originally supposed to have been um, before they did this when they were going to do Mothra versus Began, um, which for those yes. who've never heard the name, <coughs> excuse me, Began is the main monster that we get in Super Godzilla for the Super Nintendo because um, this was going to be a solo yep. Mothra film. And they were afraid of not, you know, having a Mothra fight this new super monster that Mothra wasn't as popular as a character as Godzilla to be able to carry your own film so they end up just rehashing everything and making Godzilla versus Mothra's what they end up doing right. and then we end up getting began yeah. two years later in Super that Godzilla been cool. right? yeah. which is the most it would have been cool oh yeah because I think began when it comes to the Godzilla fandom that character is probably the most wanted non-used character ever I mean because he's he's yeah. was supposed to fight against Mothra I think in like there was a um uh, one of the original scripts, I think for Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, maybe even, um, what, but there was another script where they're going to try and bring Began into a Godzilla film, got scrapped. And I think that's what ended up being Space Godzilla. Uh, but, you know, so we got him in Super Godzilla. Of course, Super Godzilla turned into Space Godzilla as well, but we've never gotten Began, and Began's been a huge fan favorite, right. you know, from the beginning. So, well, yeah. I think that might account for for drawing from other movies to to put this together once they made a, a decision to not use him. Probably, yeah, probably so. It's funny. This is one of these movies that's gone through some changes because I was reading that they wanted Mothra to actually get 
killed by Godzilla, and then they were going to make her Mecha Mothra. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. right. That was Because yeah. that was yeah. supposed to have been yeah. the next film to this. But then they said, no, we already did that. You know, we already did that, so let's not rip that off. Let's just rip off the whole 64. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, just do it. It. let's just take the whole film and reshoot it. So. <laughs> you know, no, that's not original at all. So what we'll do is we'll take Indiana Jones and uh, the Showa Mothra movies, and we'll just combine them all, and that's not a rip-off at all. No, nope. you know, like, it'll, really? it'll work. It's only a rip-off if you got yeah, one movie. Work. If you got three, it's not a rip-off <laughs> yeah. at all. That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But, that's me. Uh, I mean, so I, but, yeah. I, I I enjoyed it. I had a few things that I, you know, I was kind of like eh, on, but overall, I thought this was great. It was fun. Um, I, you know, I really, really enjoyed this this movie. So, so Mark did good. Did good. I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I really liked it. I mean, uh, obviously, now that we're we're doing these podcasts, then as soon as you you know the moment you turn it on, you start looking at things, and you know you got the Indiana Jones character and. You know, and he pulls out the statue and naturally, you know, the place is going to fall apart and everything's going <laughs> yeah. to fall down. But the thing that got me when I first started, I was like, is that not sunlight shining down on him? But yet he's got to turn around, crawl through a tunnel and go up a, <laughs> yeah. you know, and yeah. all these steps yeah. are falling apart. Why don't you just go up through that uh, sunlight right there where the hole is? But hey, it's all right. I, I, I did enjoy it. I thought the special effects were pretty decent on it. There was a couple spots that, um, Originally in the beginning, uh, some buildings were falling down and, and I saw people running right through roofs and stuff that they, they uh, really, yeah, they really yep, didn't check yeah. them, you know, real good. And, uh, but I think overall, I think, uh, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the, the, the characters, um, the, the actors I thought were, were pretty decent and, you know, enough for me to sit and, and, and enjoy it and stay into it and, and not get cheesed out on anything and uh, which were sometimes you do with some of these toho movies but um uh, you know w one of the other questions i had is is <clears throat> excuse me um the underwater scenes i thought the underwater scenes were pretty good with the exception of nothing changed in godzilla's ray uh or batras i right, mean right. everything that was going on above the water was exactly the same under the water i was like how does that work how does you know, you're looking at it and thinking, but I think overall, um, good movie. I mean, uh, I enjoyed it and, and, uh, stayed right glued to it. Didn't get, uh, pulled away or distracted or, uh, or, or any of those. Man, and, now I don't know how you couldn't have gotten distracted because you were the only one to watch the dub version, right? I, I was. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I cannot stand what, how old is the lady Ruben? You remember? So you got the little girl Midori. In the mm -hmm. movie, mm -hmm. right. Indiana Jones' daughter, yep. mm -hmm. she's dubbed by like a twenty-seven-year-old right. woman <laughs> or something like that. Oh my goodness! I'm glad I didn't watch that one. Oh man, it is horrible. <laughs> like I, it never, like even watching the Japanese version, that that it comes to the scene where Mothra finally, you know, mm -hmm. comes out of her cocoon, yeah. and Midori's her actual line is "It's pretty," is what she says. Yeah. But as soon as I saw it, watching the Japanese version, all I could hear. Was that dang twenty-seven-year-old woman from the Jap <laughs> the the dub version going nice? Because that's what she says. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Well, that's that's funny because that's what um that's what it says on the on the subs too. Because she says something and it's just as funny because it says nice. And I was like, why would she say like, oh nice? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay, so that is okay. Well, but, then that verifies. So the Sony subs, if that if it says nice, because we talked about this before uh -huh, the show. Yeah. 
um, then no, the Sony subs are not the same as the Toho Blu-ray right. subs. Right. Because the Toho Blu-rays okay. do, do yeah. say it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it definitely. I remember that part. It should, definitely said nice. Yeah, so it's it's funny. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a. It, I don't want to say a step up. I mean, but the color, I you know, the version, the colors that are in the movie are bright. They're yeah. I mean, it's such a different type of atmosphere. I don't know. Just not that yeah, dark. Th- dark. This movie. That's funny. You were saying that because this movie can stand alone even though it's in a it's in a series but you could throw this movie in and not know what went on with a Biolante Godzilla you know Return of Godzilla yeah exactly yeah Ghidorah exactly. and you can watch this movie and not need to know anything that happened exactly for right. the next couple of movies you do need to know oh yeah because they know, follow right, right in line going on. Right. especially so, with the introduction yeah, of the but of the sun this, this one can't stand alone yeah this one can stand alone easily um you don't need to know what's going on, you know? So Right. That's a plus, yeah. Well, so, Ruben, what about you, man? Yeah, all right. You're already, you're already going? Yeah. Let's hear what you got to say. Oh, okay, that's true. All right, I'm already started. Well, I, I, I like the movie, you know. Um, I, too, like like you guys said, my the thing I didn't like about it was I thought the story was not, um, it was, it's been done. I guess it's the word that I, the words I'm going to use. It's been done, which kind of distracted me a little bit. I like the characters, and some of them were even, you know, me and RJ were laughing because some of the characters are just so over the top. And um, I think he was the minister of the environment, the, the older man. He's he was in Godzilla '54. I can't remember his name. He's an older, gray-haired man. Yeah, Takarada, and he was just like, oh my, you know, it was just like panicking the whole movie. Whenever it was a scene with him. He was just over the top, like, oh, it's the end of the world, you know, and he was just, <laughs> I, and I thought, I found it comical. Like, oh, first, first we get a meteorite, and then we get a hurricane, and now we got Godzilla, oh, and he's just <laughs> yeah, like, oh, just oh not Takarada, I know yeah, who you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that guy is great. <laughs> he's awesome, it's so funny to watch him, I'm like, man, this is just funny. And then it was, it was super ironic whenever, uh. I think we. I expected. I was like, "Oh, this guy's probably gonna freak out." And the next scene was the only scene where he wasn't freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, "What the heck?" I was like, "Every other he was thing." Just perfectly was, calm. And he just yeah. yeah it, looking at him made me anxious, you know. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that's the only part that really bothered me in the movie. I like, I like that the, the creature Batra's design is just awesome. Matter of fact, it reminded me of bag. Of, um, I, I say bag on you. you you pronounce it different. You said bygone? Is that Began. how you pronounce it? Okay, I always Began. say bygone. I don't know why. But I saw some of that in, in there, and I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. Even though this is, you know, years, a couple of years before they actually came up with the design or whatever. But I like Batra's design. <clears throat> I liked how Mothra had an opposite, and it was pretty cool. I thought that was, I said, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love you that. Know, inserting inserting that into the movie made the story w- better. In other words, it made it more original, having Bygone, having Bygone in there. And I, I said, man, that's just, I like that, you know? And uh, uh, I like the score. The score was awesome. You know, oh yes, as, as usual. Yeah. yeah, Akira Fukubay yeah. back again, yeah. man. He kills it. He's yeah, so good with said, these. You movies. know, it's just you know, 
it's just when you see his name, you just know you're going to get an awesome yep. score. So I, I love the score. Um, the characters, I, I really like them. I really, and I, you know, I kind of dug the little sub story of the, the father daughter, you know, they're divorced and, you know, he, he loves his daughter, but he doesn't get to see her. And, and, you know, she kind of tries to reform him, you know, cause he's a, basically he's a thief in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and he actually steals the cosmos and it's going to make money. Yep. All you know, he's going to sell them to, he's yes. going to sell them to, a, I assume his American company from the guy he was talking to. I don't know if they ever mentioned who that guy was or who he worked for. No, but, I don't think they uh, did. You know, but no, definitely looked American. right. I don't think they did, but he was, a, he, you know, he was on his way out to go deliver them when his ex-wife and his daughter show up you know, and convince him to uh, turn over a new leaf. And, and I thought that was cool. You know, I thought that was neat. And, and plus, uh, uh, that little girl was just adorable. Not the 27-year-old yeah. dubbed one. Yeah. No, not when he was to her dub. No, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, not, not the dub version. But, uh, you know, we watched the Japanese and just the subtitle. So I like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I really did, disliked other than the story. And there's really not. Um, th- this is a, a, a good movie, and it's a standalone, even though it's in a series, like I mentioned before. So you can watch this without having to know, like, well, well what is that? You know, there was no reference to Biollante. There was no reference to Return of Godzilla. There was no reference to King Ghidorah other than the fact that, I guess now, well, no, they don't even have the Godzilla defense. Yeah, yeah, they That's don't. not to the next gotcha. man. They don't even have that yet, you know? So... Um, I like that it's a standalone. Yes, it's in this. I call it a timeline. Uh, in this time, in, the, in this icy timeline, that's going to go all the way to destroy you. And it's pretty cool. And it's pretty cool seeing this cast of Godzilla veterans. I mean, that cast is just chock. I mean, you got people there from Final Wars. You got people there. You know that they. You know this is when they were younger, of course. You have Godzilla two thousand guy in there. You have uh, the guy for Final Wars in there, the Prime Minister or whatever he is for Final War. I mean, you have all these people that you recognize from other Godzilla movies. Oh yeah, from the Showa, especially yeah. So in this I film, that was, it's chock full yeah. of returning actors. Yeah, yeah, it's just chock full of veteran actors and actors that are going to be in future Godzilla movies. Yep. that may, maybe this is their first appearance in a Godzilla movie, and uh, uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool seeing a couple of them. That, of course, when we saw, you know, they were a lot younger than they were when they appeared in future movies. You know, um, this was 92, but when Godzilla 2000, I mean, the guy just looked a lot older. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forget the character's name, but he just looks a lot older in Godzilla 2000 than he does in this one. Was this it, one, uh, I told RJ, I said he almost he almost looks buff, you know, he, like he, he works out uh, or something. Is this Ando? Was right? that his name? Ando. Yeah, I think that was his name was Ando. Yeah. Yeah. The... The company representative, or yeah, whatever, yeah. That, by the way, our, yeah, I'm, uh, me and RJ mentioned, they go on that expedition, and uh, and and you know, they're in their in their hiking gear, and for some reason he wore a suit, yeah, to, to be on the island. <laughs> yeah, RJ mentioned that he goes, look, he's wearing a suit. 
Why is he wearing a suit? <laughs> you know, I thought that was kind of the RJ thought it was that. And his little alarm nice. clock yeah, that he has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely the goofy. Yeah, he has a little alarm clock. So all in all, man, I, I you know, um, I like this movie. I gave it a three and a half stomps, and I really enjoyed it. Um, there's not really many negatives. I think anybody can sit down and enjoy this movie, and. Uh, Will not be disappointed at the end at all. Oh, definitely. Especially with the creature designs. I think the creature designs, and my, my I mean, I mean, and that underwater fight scene is my favorite. Oh, it's so good. I mean, I thought it that was so, so awesome. I said, man, it's so. I said, that's it. That that's. I said, I don't know. You know, I, I watched the rest of the fight. It, it, all the fight scenes, all the monster fight scenes in this, I, I like them all. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're all great. Yeah, they, they did really well. That underwater fight scene was, like, yeah. The monster fights are top notch in this movie, especially and, considering and so, you've got you know the two flying you know Mothra and Batra, which are flying monsters, and so they yeah. really ran almost entirely by wires. Um, they did a really yeah. good job, which which only show up a couple of times. Uh, you know the wires at then uh, RJ noticed one, and it was really just a spotlight. The spotlight went on it, and and, and another thing that I know that we noticed is. We were watching, and when Mothra's coming into shore, and they said, "Well, we're gonna," they start shooting all these missiles at it, but almost none of them hit Mothra. They're just they make shooting. They make the stormtroopers look like yeah. a perfect aim. I mean, they were shooting at anywhere but Mothra, like you said. Oh man! <laughs> See, see now, yeah. but now that makes me now that makes me a little really interested. To, I'm I'm gonna go back and watch my Sony one now because in the Japanese one, they do that on purpose. They talk about and beforehand of not shooting Mothra directly, but trying to move Mothra away instead of checking, no, you know, shooting this one, around. They, they just saw they Yeah. And the Sony version, they basically just open fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't yeah. say anything about avoiding her. Ah, well, but wow. when, when the, the Baspera, uh larva comes originally, mm-hmm. uh, they go to attack him also in, can't, they hit him about three times after out of about four oh, yeah. shots. So yeah. the, the Japanese Self yeah. Defense Force is the oh, worst. Yeah. So. I mean, they they do give storm artists right. Like stormtroopers <laughs> shoot better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but uh, that, that that's basically all I got to say about that. So RJ, what about you, man? RJ. Okay, so um, once again, I think I'm going to be in a little bit of a minority here, but not so much in a bad way. Um, so I gave it a three. Um, I'm gonna be honest. This movie uh took me completely by surprise. It did not go the way that I thought I was gonna go whatsoever. So, and I think part of that is due to uh the title differences. Um, there is a big difference in the titles depending on which one you look at. So, I was under the impression that it was called Godzilla and Mothra: The Battle for Earth, which it is. But so I was like, oh, sweet. Like, of course, like Mothra and Godzilla are like, they're going to they're gonna team up. Like, this is going to be cool. Like, they always team up. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, so once again, I, I'm i going into these pretty blind when I watch them. Uh, I watched Godzilla as a kid, as you all know. Um, and I didn't care two reds butts about the story whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, I right. just wanted to see Godzilla destroy stuff and fight monsters, right? So I wasn't really paying attention much to the story. <laughs> so when y'all talk about that this is an exact copy of Mothra 64, I I don't really, honestly don't remember Mothra 64 at all. So I I, I don't know. It could be a shot-for-shot remake for all I know. <laughs> but um, 
Uh, so I went into it's not far blind. from it. I can tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> I went into it pretty blind. Uh, this movie took me by surprise and confused me quite a bit. If there's a way I could sum it up, uh, this seems it's a very anti Godzilla movie. I think anyway, Godzilla is not the not the star of the show in this one. He's beat up upon. He's teamed up on. Nobody likes him in this. Like it's just like I'm like God dang. I'm like this is how is this a Godzilla film? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is kind of like because like I said, I I assumed that I thought it was gonna go that Godzilla and Mothra were gonna team up and fight the evil Batra. But I was sitting there watching Godzilla and uh, Mothra and Batra team up on Godzilla. And I was like, wait, I was like, what's <laughs> happening here? So, yeah, that confused me a bit. Overall, though, I enjoyed it. Um, I would have to say <laughs> I, I agree with you on the sense that I think this is probably this is probably one of the most uh, solid so far that we watched. Uh, just overall was good. Um King Ghidorah, you know, I, I don't have the same opinion Sludge has on it, thinking that it's absolutely, you know, awful and such but i i can see its flaws it has its quirks um it is hard to believe that it's the same it's the same director you said right like well, the the, the director of king Ghidorah um wrote this one. Oh, okay, okay. different well that's still that's still a little surprising because they're very different uh in writing i i would say they're very different style uh King Ghidorah kind of, I feel like, went all out with it, and this one was a bit more tame. That's why I was um, so confused by it. Like, I was I was expecting more, because, I mean, he yeah. did. He just ripped off three previous, or two previous Toho films <laughs> is all he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, it was overall good, though. Um, but to be specific, I loved Batra. I thought Batra was super cool. Uh, a little bit of a funny thing to show how, how long it's been and how, how much of the story I, you know, didn't get. Um, my dad was like, oh, like, because we both didn't remember a lot of this film. Uh, it was basically like we both watched it for the first time. He was like, I don't remember any of this. And I was like, I need to. But um, <laughs> was I was kind of like, he was like, is this the one with Batra? And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, that's not until a millennium one. And he kind of just looked at me like, OK, or whatever. And then I realized <laughs> I was I was confusing Batra with Mega Gears. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, oh, I was like, I'm not thinking of Batra. I'm thinking of Mega Gears. I'm like, this is the one where Batra is. Um, but I like overall. I like Batra a lot. I think he's, it's a cool concept, kind of the the evil Mothra, um, or I guess in this they call him the Black Mothra in yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that dub is correct. Maybe uh, seen as problematic nowadays. But anyway, but yeah. So I I, I liked it though. I, I I liked it a lot. Sorry, I think I'm talking too loud for the mic. But, um, <laughs> uh, I like Batra a lot. I like the underwater scene a lot, as my dad said. Um, that was pretty cool. That was just kind of one of those things that, I mean, obviously they did. It it looked like it, but they obviously didn't film that underwater because Godzilla was moving at the same speed as normal. Um, right. Uh, and it, plus, being in a suit underwater is probably. I mean, let's be real. They'd probably be dead by the end of the scene. So. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was cool. I, I I guess they, I don't know. I was just thinking about how they filmed it. I assumed they filmed it in a room that was super blue, dark, I guess. And then they overlaid water effects on it. I don't know. It worked well, though. I thought it was super cool. Um, yeah, those would be really the only two, like, like uh, I guess, specific likes. But boy, I just put that it was overall a good film. Um, like I said, dislikes, I, it was pretty strange that it was a anti-Godzilla film, I felt like. Like I said, like everyone was just kind of ganging up on Godzilla in this one. It was definitely more of a Mothra film. So I can see how yeah, I, yeah. maybe there was a... I think there was definitely maybe a uh, 
I guess a, a lack of a good transition from their initial idea of it being an original, like a, a solo Mothra film to going to a Godzilla film. It kind of feels like Godzilla's kind of an afterthought in this one. Uh, it seems it seems that way anyway. Um, and then another, uh, this is another small gripe that I had with it, was that little girl calling Mothra Mr. Mothra. That's very confusing. Uh, yeah. Because Mothra is known, that Mothra is known to be a girl, at least yeah. I assume. So I'm like, why are you calling him Mr. Mothra? Like, or her? See, she's got me confused. This is just, <laughs> Mothra has a bit, Mothra has a bit of a, uh, I think of a, of a gender, uh, a gender dysphoria thing going on <laughs> in this yeah. one, at least uh, perception wise uh, from other people. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was the thing that kind of bothered me because I was like, "What?" I was like, "I thought Mothra had already been established as a female." female. So yes, why is this? Always. Why is this little girl gonna say Mister Mothra? Like, in, I don't know if it's maybe just like an innocent kid thing, and I, I'm I'm a, you know, 22 year old man that's thinking too much about it. But still, I, it just bothered me a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's really all I had to say about that. It surprised me for sure. Like I said, it did not go the way that I thought it was. I thought once again I was gonna see. Godzilla and Mothra, good old tag team, teaming up on the evil Batra. And, you know, next thing I know, uh, Mothra and Batra are throwing Ferris wheels on Godzilla. So, they, yeah. So, it was, so it, was a, yeah. it was a little strange. It was a little bit yeah, of a strange was, experience. It was not what, yeah, I, an interesting it was not what setting I expected. For that fight. In the yes, park. Yeah. So. I love the setting, though. I love that. That's that's awesome. I can see why it's kind of on the cover. Um, it, it, it is really cool, you know, with the lights and all that. So I always love the setting. I, I, love, I love Japan. So, in general, it's always going to be a good setting for a Godzilla film. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really my take on it. It was a, uh, I I love the like I said the music. Uh, of course, the music is is great. Um, especially I love Mothra's theme, and uh, I actually I just watched. Uh, uh, my girlfriend had visited for the weekend, and we we had just watched 2014 the last time we were together. So we watched King of the Monsters over this past weekend. Um, and so hearing Mothra's theme like kind of back to back. Uh, is is super awesome i forgot how how it makes it just that much more awesome when it appears in king of the monsters uh so i feel like i bring up king of the monsters every every uh every episode uh, but it's, it's just so dang worth dang it but it's okay it's, it's just totally it's just so dang good. i i i i tell i i was talking to my dad the other day i was like i cannot believe this movie exists like i just i love it so much <laughs> yeah. like it's just like like yeah it has its quirks but man this is probably the best godzilla movie that we could have asked for from the monster verse i don't know how they're gonna top it honestly, i know but man you got people I, I don't know how that, i just i love so it, it doesn't feel jumbled it doesn't you know because you have like it could have been a spider-man 3 instance where you know people come play. i mean i love spider-man 3 but still you know with <laughs> sandman and green no. goblin and venom and you know there's a lot Evo, lost in spider-man in, in the translation yeah there's a lot I, I but on the on the topic of it being it's jumbling a lot king of right. the monsters jumbled a lot but i felt like they did it extremely well in a good way like it wasn't like oh i forgot this monster were here it was like oh i forgot this monster was here <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so it's um, I mean, it's the ultimate so, show of movie in my opinion like oh I, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. it's it's like the movie that they wanted to make in the 60s you know what yeah. i mean like oh, yep. it's just it's just fantastic um but anyway yeah that's um yeah that's really what i got to say about that one i i overall i enjoyed it i gave it a three i gave it the lowest everyone 3.5 i gave it a three but not because of anything really bad it was just kind of it was a standard uh good enjoyable godzilla movie it, unlike the past ones actually i would say that you know there was one or two things that really bothered me this one just had a few small things that i looked past yeah so, i said um, just a few yeah few small so quirks yeah so yeah a few small quirks with uh even like usually the special effects in the past ones were were pretty uh 
pretty janky. But this one, there was only like one scene where you could clearly see a green screen with uh, Mothra flying over the bridge or whatever. Right. Um, and then, of course, the, the string incident with Batra. But uh, that was, they kind of did that to themselves because they put the bright spotlight over it. But if it wasn't for that, you know, it'd be fine. It was, uh, and I do actually agree with you, Sludge, on Mothra's design. It is, I know this sounds weird for a saying a, you know, a Godzilla movie from the 90s. It's a little too cartoony for me. It yeah. looks a uh, little too unrealistic. Uh, it's overly, uh, it, it, I, Mothra doesn't look real. Godzilla looks real. But Mothra doesn't really look real. I think they went a little. The larva. They tried to go a little too bright. But I think the problem was, yeah. I mean, when you look at the show of Mothra, who was still a very colorful, Mm -hmm. you know, creature, they weren't. They were more dulled colors. Right. This is very, very bright. And this Mothra, I feel like, looks like a giant toy, kind of, uh, which is a little unfortunate. Um, Because, like I said, I mean, I know it sounds weird. Uh, you know complaining about that but godzilla looks fantastic i think the larva even looks fantastic i think it's just it it was a struggle in and of itself with trying to make a giant fuzzy moth look real i mean it's going to be hard uh you know with godzilla you have scales and you know so it's i don't know that's just i but i agree with you on on that sentiment of uh of the design being a little a little unimmersive but you know it's actually kind of a little uh, unsettling, I would say. It's kind of weird seeing such a big, large, fuzzy uh, moth. <laughs> it's a little unsettling, yeah. especially a bright one. Um, but, you know, uh, like I said, just a few small things that uh, I could look past for this one. I, overall, I sat there and I enjoyed it. And I, I also liked the uh, the human aspects. I thought that I agreed that the characters were pretty likable. Um, there was a few quirks here and there, but, you know, you can always expect that. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it overall. I mean, it's a good film, man. I mean, yes. it's, it's it's that perfect to me. I think it's the perfect middle ground for the Heisei series. Super enjoyable. Um, like I said, you heard it from all of us. I mean, what little negativity we have isn't even, you know, it wasn't a, that big of a deal. Yeah, you know I mean, it's. Uh, uh, now, I, now, I have a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. I was telling RJ about this last night about this movie. I'm thinking Mothra purposely told Batra. You get the front end. This is true. <laughs> yeah. You get you get the front end. I'll get the tail. Don't worry. Everything will be all right. You'll be fine. Batra is like, wait a minute. Isn't that where his beam comes from and everything? <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. That was. Yeah, I have to say that was awesome. Especially like how Mothra just showed. Like Batra just straight up died. And Mothra just showed little to no remorse. Like she just kept. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> like it was hilarious. That Mothra just lets go, and both Godzilla and Batra just fall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Godzilla, I don't even well. like. Yeah. It's like, didn't you just go out of your way to like heal yeah. Batra and save Batra? Exactly. And now that's you're what like, I mean. Screw you, man! I ain't doing it twice. That's, you're that's done. That's what I mean. <laughs> I was so confused. I I felt like usually you can get a a feel for what the monsters are thinking. I don't know. That sounds weird, but I honestly had no idea. Mothra just seemed kind of like straight up like killing machine in this one it was kind of weird <laughs> honestly so yeah it was it was pretty weird i was like what like what is going on all i know is she set up batra yeah big time twice, batra, twice yeah, because twice. a batra got bit in the neck by godzilla and then got atomic blasted so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I, I my theory is it was all planned oh uh, yeah yeah i'll be your friend I'll be your friend. Yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all uh, good. Yeah, you go first. You go first. And they're discussing that, the plan. You so know? maybe, you know, maybe there's there's more than meets the eye. And so what I was seeing, maybe uh, Godzilla and Mothra did team up after all. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> right yep. on. 
That's awesome. So yeah, so for us, we've all kind of talked about our scores. This one, you know, we gave overall a three and a half uh, as far as stop rating this time around. So it's a great film. Definitely an enjoyable watch. One of the more fun watches of the Heisei series. Um, and Ruben said, right, I mean, it's kind of a standalone. Even though Heisei yes. is a continual story or a continual series, this one really does stand yes, alone. Art. So it's- story art. That's that's the, what I was looking for, a story mm-hmm. art. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so then this one's definitely worth the watch. Super, super, super good. So you guys got anything else on this one? Nope. I'm good on this end. I'm good. Good as well. Right on. So next week, of course, we're going to be back. Well, uh, we won't have RJ, uh, but the rest of the, the three of us will be back and we'll be doing Troll Hunter, yes. a great Norwegian found film giant monster movie that is just an absolute blast. I love I've watched it twice now. I told you that. Have you? No, have oh, you. God, I love this movie, man. It's <laughs> oh, so man. good. That sounds I know I don't do those, but that sounds cool. I uh, what do you call it? I love found footage films. So even no matter how bad they are, usually I love them. So oh, dude, this one is. I've, I've heard of it, and it oh, seems so like good. it's pretty cool. It so. is very, 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 very good movie. Yes, it is. Super good movie. Sweet. So the concept is great. They handle it great. Um, it's it's awesome. It is so awesome. Um, so we'll do that one, and then of course we'll be back next month. Um, we're of course we're gonna come back with Godzilla. RJ, will you be with us next month? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Things Maybe. are looking like they may be changing, but we'll see. Hopefully, I would like to, but we'll see. I mean, I could always call in too. Yep. Yeah, that's we true. Uh, oh, that's true. We, we can do what we just did now. We won't have the mic, though. I could. I mean, I, I'm looking into getting a mic soon anyway, so maybe I could. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I would like to. So let's see. Okay. Oh. We'll make sure. We'll, oh, yeah. One way or another, we'll make sure. I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be in a minority. As hopefully, he can't do it because that means. He's got a job in San Antonio, and True. he won't be around. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we'll do it again. You know, hopefully, hopefully you have a job in San Antonio, but then hopefully you'll also be able to join the next Godzilla movie because it'd yeah, be great. That's, for, that's to, true. He he can do re, we can do a remote thing. Yeah, he, we'll do it that he way. He really likes this mic. He really likes this mic that you recommended. Yeah, and I'm he's going to get getting one myself. Oh, it's super <laughs> yeah. good for the price. So. So, yeah, so we'll, next month we'll be back with um, the next Godzilla film, Godzilla vs. Godzilla 2. Uh, this is a blast for the Hazy series. It's, be, it's yeah. super, super, super great one. And then we won't spill the beans till next month, but we got something really cool special coming up for you guys next month. Oh, so yeah. uh, it's going to be a blast. We've already talked about it, and um, you guys, I think, are going to like it. So, But uh, all right, great episode. Again, we'll see you back next week for Troll Hunter, and then see you next month for Godzilla versus Mech Godzilla, and then something special coming your all's way that I think you guys will really enjoy. And uh, courtesy, yeah, I'm really of, excited about it. Yeah, yeah. courtesy of Ruben. So yeah, this, this one's is, this Ruben's is, idea. Yes. yes. So. <clears throat> It's going to be really, really cool. So Get out the popcorn. Oh, you're going to need it for that one. It's going to be great. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so much. This is Sludge. And Mark. And RJ. And you got me, Ruben. Y'all have a good night. All right. We have a pulse.